Hey everybody, welcome back to Pod Logic. Today we are going to be sitting down with another podcast host. Sit down number two. Today's guest is Michael King, the host of In the Trenches, a brand new podcast that just released. However, Mike has been in the podcast chair for several months now at this point, and I've seen a ton of improvement on his end, and I'm really excited to share his experiences with you all now. So without further ado, here we go with Mike. Mike, thanks so much for joining us today. And before we get started, I want to just give a quick congratulations to you. You told me just before we started that your podcast actually hit top 50 for what was it business management on iTunes? Yeah, thank you very much. It was pretty exciting and pretty unexpected. I got the email this morning from Chartable uh, letting us know that we debuted at 45 in business management on iTunes. So that's pretty exciting. And uh, while we're talking about it, that was so much more than just me. You were instrumental in making that happen. And my colleague, Carlos Ramirez, and about a half a dozen other people were just, they were instrumental in making that happen. So a huge thank you to everybody that contributed to getting in the trenches with Michael King launched. I certainly couldn't have done it without uh, any of you. So thanks. Awesome. Well, enough shameless plugging on my end. We'll get started with the interview. (laughs) So Mike, tell us why you started your podcast and what was that turning point where you stopped thinking about launching the show and actually took the steps to make it happen. Yeah. So about three months ago, I was talking with with Carlos uh, about a lot of the stories that we've heard after working with north of 200 clients. And we've worked with with pre-revenue startups all the way through uh, Fortune 10 companies. And as you might imagine, with what we do in the uh, financial consulting world, we get access to all the dirty, dark secrets. We see all the skeletons in the closet. And when we're talking with CEOs and board members you know, about what happened to get you there, we've just learned a lot. We've heard a lot of stories. And one day we had this, this light bulb moment that says, hey, we, we should be sharing these stories with people. We should be letting those that are coming behind us know about what some of these other people have done and some of the mistakes they've made and share those stories so that people can learn from those mistakes. And so the idea was born to start this podcast to share with the world some of the mistakes that others have made so that other people can learn from them. I, I, I'm a firm believer that we learn best by making mistakes, but those mistakes don't have to be ours. So that was really the genesis of In the Trenches. Where was that kind of turning point if there was one where you said, okay, here is point X where I'm actually going to take the steps to make this thing happen? So Carlos was in town visiting and I was taking him back to DFW airport so he could fly out. And on the way to the airport, we started just getting all this this momentum going as we brainstormed what it could be like. And we literally pulled the car over at a McDonald's, got a couple cups of coffee and pulled out my iPad. And we just started brainstorming what this whole thing could look like. And in that like 45 minutes at a random McDonald's outside of DFW, this whole thing got legs. We realized, yeah, there's actually something to this. And it's something that that we were confident would add value to a lot of people. So as unsexy and unglamorous as that sounds, it all kind of happened at a McDonald's over coffee one day about three months ago. I love it. I mean, everyone's got to start at zero. And I find that to be sort of the biggest issue that most people have is they have this idea for the podcast, but they never actually get around to getting it started. So in your experience within the trenches, what has been the biggest roadblock to running the podcast? Well, after that morning at McDonald's, I decided I'm going to move really fast on this. And one of the things that I figured out very quickly after just a little bit of research was 
I'm not going to be able to do this alone. I'm not going to be able to do this to the quality caliber that was important to me. And I, I needed help. And so I started doing research and like figuring out what does a team look like. And it became apparent to me early on that I would need somebody to do the production, the uh, or the post production, the the editing, the sound quality stuff, all all the you know magical things that I just didn't have the talents to do. And so I started reaching out to podcast production companies, and I was really overwhelmed and disappointed with the response I got back. My vision was to do a weekly episode that was somewhere around 30 to 45 minutes. And I was getting quotes upwards of $40,000 a year to take this thing to market. And I said, this just sounds crazy to me. I can't believe all these podcasters out there that are that are doing a great job are spending $40,000 a year. And so this huge roadblock appeared. I said, I'm just not going to do it. I'm not going to pay $40,000 a year. At the other end of that spectrum were people that were quoting you know, maybe a, a thousand or, or two thousand dollars a month, but they really weren't doing much. I knew I needed more help than that, and so there was this huge gap between like, okay, I'm going to pay a couple thousand dollars a month and not get enough, or I'm going to pay forty thousand dollars a year, and that just was too much. And so I knew I needed to be somewhere in the middle. I couldn't find that balance, and so I was pretty much on the verge of just saying, I'm going to find something else to do. Yeah, that, I can see why that would cause you so much stress, especially with $40,000 a year, which other producers out there listening, that's just unbelievable. I'm sure a lot of them are shaking their heads or yelling at their phone right now as they're listening. What has been... Interestingly, yeah, go ahead. Interestingly, the, the firm that quoted me $40,000 a year had exactly one podcast in their portfolio that they could lean back on. So yeah, I not, thought that not exactly a reliable well. portfolio of work that they could pull up for you. What has been the most satisfying part of running your podcast? Well, we launched last Wednesday, so it's it's been only well, it's been a, several a, months five. several months in the making before that. I I of all people know that <laughs> it's been several months in the making, but the actual launch was was only five or six days ago now, and the the interviewees that have reached out to me, and then some of the listeners that have reached out and thanked me for giving a voice to really what's kind of like the dark side of entrepreneurship, the, you know, letting people know that, yeah, there's these really low lows that come along with owning a business. There's failures and there's shame and there's anxiety and embarrassment. And you really start to doubt yourself when things go sideways. And just the people that have reached out and said, man, I'm really glad you shared that. I thought I was alone or thanks for interviewing me. I really, I didn't realize it, but I needed a platform to tell this story. That's easily been the most rewarding part of having in the trenches be a thing in the world for me. That's amazing. I love to hear that. Okay. Final question. We'll wrap it up. Since running in the trenches, where do you think has been your biggest improvement and what do you think you need to improve on the most moving forward? Yeah. Out of the gates, the, the number one thing I struggled with was interviewing. And turns out that's an important part of of a podcast that's centered on centered on interviewing people. It's been a challenge, and I really underestimated the amount of skill it takes to interview somebody and develop the rapport that you need to to elicit these really 
raw uh, and vulnerable stories from them in 30 or 45 minutes. So, you know, getting onto, you know, starting an interview and not just sounding like a knucklehead was a lot harder than I thought. I remember my second interview, uh, we hit record and the first thing out of my mouth was, so you're in Portland, how's the weather? (laughs) And I was like, nobody wants to know, no listener wants to know how the weather is in Portland. And I realized, like, man, this is really hard. I'm going to have to put a lot of thought into getting better. And so there was a you know a period of time where I just went out and listened to a hundred different podcasts in different genres. To say, how are people interviewing? How are people developing this rapport? How are they eliciting the types of things from the interviewees that they want to? So that was a that was my biggest challenge early on. Admittedly, I'm still early on, but I think I've gotten a little bit better at least at, at doing that. And moving forward, I think one of the responsibilities I think I have as an interviewer is coaching the interviewee on how to tell a good story. It's really challenging to keep them corralled and focused on the story at hand and not go down rabbit holes. And so I'm really working to develop my skills in in coaching them up on how to tell their story and how to tell it in a way that people can understand and digest in a 30 or 45 minute interview. Yeah, absolutely. It's not only are you the host of the show, but you're also the director in some aspects because you have to sort of point the conversation because it is your show and you have a certain aesthetic that you want to cultivate with the type of content that you're putting out. So I I absolutely, you know, I love to hear that. Well, Mike, thanks so much for joining us today. I really appreciate it. And again, congratulations on such a successful launch and looking forward to hearing more episodes from In the Trenches. Thanks, Johnny. And again, thank you so much for your your help and guidance and uh, mentorship through the process. I really appreciate it. Yeah, of course, man.